Yo. Hey, we live? Back at it. Man. New location. <laughs> New location. <laughs> it's a different day. Everything changed. We had a stern. Well, man, <laughs> we got to say the, we we say the, the location. Stern, we ain't at nowhere, okay? This, this location is not known. Well, they don't know what the stern means, bro. <laughs> I'm not sure I know what the stern means. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a new day. Man. It's a new spot. And a new pod. Duh. New pod. <laughs> okay. Ooh, how you feeling? Hey, today? Oh, dang, man. About to ask you that question. Um, um, I'm doing okay. So I'm mm. not fantastic, but I'm not bad. It isn't bad, but I'm not. I'm not fantastic or nothing. I'm not marvelous. Marvelous. I'm oh, not. Man. Not superb. Do you mind if I ask why? <laughs> Yeah, we're getting the wrong cut already. One minute in. As my friend calls it, we're getting vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why? I mean, if you really want to get down to it is because the the only things affecting me right now are the consequences of the choices that I make. So really, if I made different choices, I'd probably be doing marvelous. But we each got our own struggles in life. But what I love about struggles is to overcome them, okay? Mm. It's an obstacle, but I'm going to jump over to that thing. So I'm not doing fantastic. But what's cool is I have the op- the opportunity to do fantastic if I just uh, if I chose different choices. Hey, that's raw and uncut, baby. Vulnerable. Ooh. Vulnerable. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, man, if I had to give it a word, I'd say excellent. <laughs> okay. As my boy Harlow would say, first class. <laughs> Jack Ming. Bro, did I tell you about the time that Jack Harlow hoed me? Nah, man. Go ahead. Okay, Do tell, do tell. This is totally off topic, right? (laughs) (laughs) This man being all the celebrities, man. He worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) So I was was in the city, in Detroit, Mm. right? Uh, So he he had done a concert. This was 2021. So he he, he had done a concert, right? Yeah. And... uh, I got a tip that he was going to be at, a, what's that place, Prime and Proper? I don't know, man. In Detroit, it's apparently it's this upper-class place to eat food and all that. Okay. Um, so I, I pulled up, right? Um, I saw him keep going in, but he, his bodyguard all around, so I was like, okay, chill. And I, was, I was there. It, um, it was me and a couple people. So all of us just chilled and waited until he was done. Uh, he had to, like, buy out the whole... Like the whole venue. place, okay. yeah, whole venue is open late, and him and his whole crew entourage over there. Entourage. So we saw him coming out. <laughs> so we saw him coming out, right? So like, yo, yo, so I got up to him, like, hey, I dapped him up and everything. No way. I'm like, hey, yo, yo, can I get a picture? <laughs> and he was like, you know what, bro, I'm here. It's my family, so nah. nah I'm nah. like, oh. Okay. A two second interaction. Dog. I'm like, 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 bro. I could have gotten the picture. I just a selfie. Boom, boom, boom. Verifiable. Bro. <laughs> bro, bro, foul, bro. <laughs> bro, foul. <laughs> so that was the time Jack Harlow hoed me, bro. I'm, I'm still pissed to him. Oh, I'm man. still pissed about it, bro. I dapped him into everything. I was two feet away from Brody, <laughs> and I still didn't get the picture. Oh, and what man. pissed me off is that man, Kevin, met him the very following day. Kevin on the jet at Somerset Mall. No way. So Ken got his, got his picture. Oh, man. So that, my friends, that's the one time that Jack Harlow hoed me. Bro. Oh, Mr. Young Harleazy. <laughs> now for Babber saying first class. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting in coach on that day. 
<laughs> I was sitting coach class. <laughs> Coach, man, we on that frontier. <laughs> I was, I was riding spirit on that day. No first class, no nothing. It wasn't even oh, class. It wasn't in school. But uh, <laughs> that, that was the time that Mister Jackman Harlow hoed me, bro. Jackman Harlow. Oh man, so we got an interesting topic for you guys today, man. And I'm ready to share with you guys. Are you ready, man? So the topic today is: I am scared to be happy. Mm. Mm, I am scared to be happy. Aversion to happiness, or as some would call it, terrophobia. $5 word right there. $10. $10. We up the ante, baby. So look, in our society today, there are some of us who are afraid of being happy. And this could, you know, be across, you know, friendships, relationships, career, you know, school, or just, you know, events that you might go to. But, you know, you don't really go because you're afraid of happiness, Mm -hmm. right? And so it all boils down to a couple points that we have today. And I want to get your perspective on the first one. I love it. Which is self-esteem. How many of us are afraid of happiness because we feel unworthy of being happy? We feel that if we are happy, then the world is is like off balance, right? I that didn't even think about somebody's that. just gonna come and just you know t- turn off or just take away from that happiness right take away. The, away the that moment happiness. that you're happy, they're just gonna take it away, man. Because you know you're unworthy of being happy, right? And it's sad because no one in this world should actually you know be afraid of being happy, right? But what would you have? To, what would you be working towards in life if it wasn't towards perfect bliss? Mm-hmm. Not, and not to say like your life is always going to be filled with like joy every right, single day, right. every single second uh, of the day, right? Nah, but you know, I've never woken up and decided to pursue sadness, right? I've never woken up and said, you know, I'm really going to make today a sad day today, man. I've never woken up and like, you know what? Let me go bomb all of my exams so I can really feel the crushingness in my spirit, bro. <laughs> let, let, me, let me go screw up at work so my boss can yell at me so I can really feel sad, man. So, you know, I... It feels I, I, character, okay? <laughs> So I'm interested to hear your perspective, man. What do you think about that? Um, well, one, I find it interesting because, I, again, I'd be at all these functions, bro. I talk to so many people and, so, yeah, yeah. So I'd be, I'd be at these, these functions. I talk to so many people. And it's interesting. I think I was in Boston and I was I was talking to to someone. And they, you know what, though? They... They might have not been 100% sober, okay? <laughs> I go lie. It wasn't a godly gathering, dude. No way. <laughs> the, gathering, the gathering was not godly. <laughs> but praise God, I was there, okay? <laughs> praise God, I was there, I'm though. You. you can't be praising God no, there, No, 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 no. Because no. I was up in that, at the, on that Sprite, bro. Oh, they know I love that Sprite. But it was interesting because I'm talking to this girl, and she's explaining to me the same exact thing. Of this thing where she feels like she doesn't deserve to be happy, but she really didn't never said why. She mm. just felt like I just I don't deserve that. But then she did mention that she had had a friend whose parent had had died, and she was like, "But that person, they deserve to be happy." And so mm. then I'm curious now. Now again, this was after now after our conversation. I'm thinking, does that mean that for someone? To deserve to be happy, bad things have to happen to them. And I'm thinking, mm. I, don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that that's how it is. I think everyone who's been gifted a life in general deserves to be happy because they're here right now. Which is, this is this is live action. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Like this is real life. Is I mean, <laughs> life is how you make it. But I'm for everybody being happy because yeah. not everybody gets to live more life. More life, as my boy Drizzy would say. <laughs> 
I ain't met him yet. <laughs> but I was in Canada in his neighborhood once. Oh, man. He everywhere. He worldwide Slater for a reason. <laughs> Dr. Slater, you see him on the billboards, man. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. So I got another example, man. Sure, and sure. And so the other example I have is uh, the temporary happiness. So a lot of people are scared of being happy because it's temporary. That's Ooh. all my notes, my baby. So Say it again. There are some people who refrain from going out because they know that they have to come back home at the end of the night and lay back on that pillow and look up at the ceiling and be back to that isolated place. And it's hard because, you know, you want to go out and have fun, but then you realize, like, when you're in the midst of, you know, that whatever, if you're partying or if you're mm-hmm. just hanging out with your friends and you're at that, you have that high, you know, that the, the emotional high when you're with the people that, you, that make you feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Or in environments that make you feel good. But when you're removed from those environments, now it's just you and your thoughts. And some people aren't actually happy with just themselves. So I think about the temporariness where you have to go somewhere for a temporary period of time, whether that's one hour, two hours, or three hours, but eventually you're going to have to come back home at night and go to sleep. And I think that can be one of the most loneliest times that we also have. Another example on top of the temporary happiness is friendships and relationships. Some people refrain from getting in relationships or friendships because it's like, oh, they're going to leave anyways. They don't have any hope because it's not it's not going to be something that's lasting, you know, Mm -hmm. something that can be sustained throughout Mm -hmm. time. So they don't even put hope in trying to go meet out and meet new people and connect with people and try to make friends because it's like, oh, who who would like me? Right. And if they would like me, they won't like me for like, what, one month, two months, three months. And after that, I'm back to being that in that lonely and isolated place. So another example is that temporary happiness. And ultimately, this is crippling because you're missing out on life-changing opportunities to learn and grow because of this fear of being happy. And some, some of the, we already talked about this in our private conversation, but some of our happiest times were, were events or, or nights that weren't even planned. Hey, that hey, weren't hey, even facts. planned. Facts. So, if, I mean, if you are you, up in the wrong city at the right time, <laughs> worldwide Slater be taking me everywhere, man. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, <laughs> So, look, if you aren't happy now, you'll spend your entire life trying to figure out what happiness is. And that can also lead to seeking happiness in the wrong places, man. And I'll submit that to you, man. Well, something that you mentioned that I wanted to put a big point on was this idea of not wanting to find happiness because it's going to lead anyways. And how your, your example was people not going up into bonds in relationships because they're going to finish Anyways, and I'm that person, you know, I, I got a couple of things. So one is I'm that person who I want to try so I can say at least I tried. Mm. This is something, though, this is something that has stuck with me eight eight years or something. I don't know how old I even am, probably six years. Um, <laughs> but my first girlfriend ever mm. asked me this question. The two choices are to love and lose or to have never loved at all. And she was like, pick one. I said, me in freshman in high school, I said, I I, I picked never to have loved at all. Mm. Me now to love and lose. Because I learn I learn more. I I have these experiences. I can smile because they're cause something cause I cause this love did happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so me me personally, as I look back on so many moments in life, it's like, oh man, I'm so I'm so happy. Okay, this is probably a bad example, but with both people where our bond didn't end up being fantastic up in the end, I can still smile because it happened. That's real. I can smile be- because I can think of all the good times that we had together. 
and that makes me happy. You know what I'm saying? And even even now, I probably bonds up in life that aren't gonna, gonna last eternally or last the next ten years. Maybe it's only this this some um, year, but it's like, man, I'm gonna smile because one, it's happening right now, but two, I'm I'm gonna smile because it happened. Mm-hmm. That's hard, man. And so, you know, I love that that idea of the the love and lose, right? And so at this, you know, youth ministry group that I'm, I'm a part of, shout out my boy Michael Williams and all the CDC Ground Zero folks out there. But so I was, uh, we were in breakout groups and we were talking about, you know, talking about love. And so I'm in a group of high schoolers, you know, ranging from 11 to 12, right? The juniors and the seniors. And we're talking about, do any of y'all got, are you any of y'all in relationships? And they're like, oh, no, man, I ain't trusting a soul, man. I can't trust no girl out here, man. They are treacherous. Don't say like that, bro. He said, man, I don't believe in love. I don't want to love, man. I, man they talk about, like, you know, young boy and all these different people that, that are bad influences <laughs> trying to talk, modern your life after, uh, bro. The classic but thing. it was happening because, like, man, like, you're really closing yourself off mm-hmm. due to some, you know, prior experiences that, I mean, I don't know all the, the you know, information of. But it's like, man, dude, like, this is at such a young age. These are still, you know, <laughs> young bloods, you know what I mean? And That's now seriously. they're going into the next stages of life with hardened hearts and closed off from mm. either different people or different relationships. And I also notice in our conversations, it takes a while. It took a while for them to get comfortable with me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just the, the regular guy. But now mm-hmm. it's like, no, oh, dude, like a celebrity. You know, relax. <laughs> but just, you know, talking to them more and getting them to open up and share more, it takes a hard, a hard time. Because now, like you said, they have these hardened hearts, right? That now they don't even want to love, right? It's, it's not. It's not about loving and losing. They're, they're so hard. They're, their hearts are so hard that they don't even want to experience what love could potentially be. And so that's the thing that we're con- con- continuously trying to implement through them in that youth ministry. But it's hard because, you know, society shows, oh, you can't be no lover boy. Oh, you can't love out here. You can't find nothing. And it make it look like they, they push this this agenda to make it seem like love isn't out there and it hurts. It's ultimately crippling. Like I said once before, because you will never see what the full result can be. If you're hiding behind that rock, which is your heart. I feel like people who, people who um, are scared of happiness. I always, I, I always enjoy asking if they've ever been happy. Mm. If you've ever been happy, why are you not wanting that again? And are you not wanting it again because your happiness left? But a point I was going to make is I feel like, because again, we always look at the root cause. The root. And I feel like the root cause up in this is that maybe they would be experiencing something that they haven't experienced before. See me, I'm not scared of driving cars because I've been driving cars for years. I'm scared of jumping out of an airplane. Mm. Not because I'm jumping out of an airplane, but because it's an experience I've never had. So all the things I am scared of truly are really just things I've never experienced. Mm. I guarantee you, see, but as you jump out of an airplane, there's someone who helps you. And this person, (laughs) I'm about to say, (laughs) and this person who helps you, they have probably done it multiple times, so they aren't scared of it. The only person scared of it is someone who isn't who hasn't had that that experience or who hasn't had it much. 
So I feel like, are they scared of happiness, or are they just scared of feeling something that they ain't never felt before? Hmm, that is deep. And that's something that I also struggled with, you know, growing up, you know, trying to figure out where did I find my happiness. And I found my happiness, you know, always surrounded by people in the wrong environments, in the wrong crowds. and you know, not, a ga- not, not a godly gathering. Definitely not any we godly have gatherings. We <laughs> Oh, we call it ganja gatherings if you want to call it <laughs> ganja gatherings. <laughs> but seriously, like I found my happiness in the wrong place, and, and actually, it wasn't really happiness. It was more so comfort and mm-hmm. validation. And so, for the longest, I've been searching. I still think kind of now, man, trying to figure out what is like the the joy in my life. Where where can I find actual joy? And I'm something that's still discovering right now. But you you talked about you know, um, in addition to that. You talked about you know experiences that you can that you've never experienced before. So in addition to that, I think about all the pessimists out there, the people that are pessimistic mm. and who are scared of what can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And so now they're going into either you know these events or or they're hesitant to go to events or they're hesitant to step into bonds because they don't believe that it'll work out for the betterment of themselves. Yep. I think that's a hard thing to, to balance because there's a lot of fear, you know, introduced in society by, you know, multiple different influences. But, you know, a lot of people call it, like to say, oh, I have tough skin or I'm strong or, or I'm brave, I'm courageous. But it's like, nah, man, like, I think you're hurt. I think you're hurt, man. That's why you might be scared of happiness. So that's a pretty good thing. Not a good thing to, to be scared of happiness, but to really identify the root and grow from there. That's so big. Again, this is something where I love how our conversation is crazy because really we're literally just having a conversation yeah. at the current moment, how we're sitting and talking. We're just having a conversation. Mm. It just so happens that people are going to end up hearing this conversation. But I like how, how we always come at it with two separate ways. Our thoughts on it are two different things and how you said that really they're just scared of it. You know what I'm saying? That's something where, again, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Again, I was just, just like, uh, I was just saying that they're not used to it because yeah. they haven't experienced it. And you came on the on the opposite end, rather, and said yeah. that, they're, that they're scared of it, so they're afraid of it. Mm, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I was like, why would he go, mmm? Because I thought you were going to say what you were going to say, but you didn't end up saying it. So <laughs> That's all I had I was to already, say. I was already made a mmm. That's all I had to say, You got to keep this in here. This is raw and uncut, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You can't keep saying that, bro. Where is my beat button, bro? I forgot. I'm going to buy a beat button. I'm just going to press it every time. Yeah, okay. Bro, beat button? Yeah, beat. Bro, we talked about beat last episode, bro. What you beating, bro? (laughs) Stuff that could be seen as foul. Stuff that wouldn't be seen as godly. Oh, man. So, man. Oh, in a nutshell, man. We want you guys... So go out and be happy, man. No, life, you said last episode, it takes 21 years to have, what, 21 years of experience? Yeah. It takes 21 happy. years to be 21 years old, right? Yeah. And it's like, listen, you know, you want to live your life and don't allow the absence of joy to take away from wonderful opportunities in your life. You know, don't allow people or circumstances to take away from the joy that lies within you. Like, go out and seek and find, you know, think different environments, different people, different, you know, settings that can potentially bring you happiness. Or, you know, if you like to be someone that's in a confined space, if you like to draw, if you like to write, if you like to rap, you know, if you like to sing, do what makes you happy. That's the point of this episode. Do not be 
scared of happiness, but seek happiness. I would just say, just again, coming from this thought of don't be afraid to to chase something and then don't be afraid to experience something new something new because that because that that new experience it could be life changing it could be life altering and then in this exact example is the idea of happiness and it's like mm-hmm. bro bro don't be afraid to find happiness cuz i think a lot of people are chasing happiness yeah. but they're not even wanting to to find it mm. now, i'm someone who has found it and i really wasn't even chasing it um, but again, I just I I'm just so sad for some people. I was talking to to someone a couple of days back because I knew that this gonna be the uh, the uh, topic. So I talked to him to him someone, and she was she, she mentioned how she was still up in her phase of trying to find it. Mm. I felt so bad because since I've experienced it, I want this experience of everyday joy. I yeah. want everybody to experience this. Now everybody I find joy. mine in my relationship with God. Yeah. But I'm just saying I I want this experience of happiness and joy each day. I want millions billions of people to have this experience cuz it might be able to change their life and keep them going. It certainly changed yours. Oh, right? big time. You talked about 2021 being one of the worst years of your life, but how would you say 2022 as it's coming to a close? Yeah, the bounce is, back is real. Oh man, bounce back. Like two, three, two, or four, five, man. Shout out my boy Big Sean. <laughs> Shout out my boy Big Sean, bro. Bounce back. Last year he took an L, but tonight he bounced back. This is where I hit, <laughs> hit the beat button. Half of those things just beat, beat. <laughs> just not. Nah, we're just gonna take that out. Come beep, on, beep. bounce back like two, three, two, with four, five, bro. Do you know the the context? Oh of that wait, verse, wait, bro? wait, 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 wait. That that's actually tough. I know. He's talking about Jordan. I know. Like two, three, two, with four, four five. five. One, two, three. Four, five. Oh no, he goes. We got you. Unbeep that. Unbeep that. <laughs> Unbeep man. that, man. See, we that's happy, bro. We I'm happy. Still, still getting that beat button though. <laughs> I got to remember that thing. Oh man, dude. <laughs> So wrapping up the episode once again. Is that is that a foul? Is what? that a foul? What? Wrapping up the episode? Like right. you said last episode. Just end it, bro. Is that, that foul, bro? Cut. <laughs> Get you the bro. beat button, man. Bro, we need the beat We button, got bro. two fouls in this thing. Bro, bro, cut. <laughs> bro, you good, bro. Hey man. Be happy, man. Be blessed, man. We out here deuce. <laughs>